guys, this is The Angry Prepper. Today's episode, episode 130, we're going to talk about prepping like a war is coming or prepare like a war is coming. Now, clearly, guys, we're definitely headed down an unknown road at this point. I know for a few years, we've been saying that a nuclear war is going to happen soon. Now, granted, we're probably going to see one in our lifetime, or at the very least, we'll see some kind of nuclear detonation in our lifetime. Um, whether that's here in Ukraine, in China, Taiwan, uh, UK, somewhere on this planet in our lifetime, hopefully not soon, uh, we'll see a nuclear detonation of some kind. Now, before I get into the episode, and preparing like a war is coming. The war I'm talking about is just in general. Um, we got too many things headed our way. It could be a nuclear war. It could be a, a war in society, a war in democracy, or just a war in your life that complicates matters. But the nuclear threat is seemingly more possible now than it was five years ago, two years ago. But nonetheless, we've been getting this warning for a long time. And Third World War has been talked about for almost ever. Being that we have a higher probability now of heading to a nuclear war, we need to prepare like one is coming. Now, the war is a, the prepare like a war is coming, the war is a hypothetical, but it's also not. Because we are definitely headed towards something. We just don't know what and we don't know when. Uh, we have too many people on YouTube and Instagram and podcasting channels that say they know exactly when a war is coming, which is all BS, guys. We don't know. Right? We just don't. We don't if, unless you sit in that inner circle, you have no clue when this thing is going to happen. With that, um, we should definitely be preparing just in general guys like a war is coming uh again a war could look like different events to different people you could lose your job tomorrow abruptly today hell before the end of this podcast you could use you could lose your job um you can come into some unforeseen event that turns your life around right so you need to be prepared for that uh for whatever it is, for as much as possible, or, f or as much as possible, sorry. The problem for a lot of people, guys, is the unknown. I think a lot of us are scared because though, in theory, we are prepared for as much as we can be, there is still that small percentage of something happening that catches you off guard. So even for that, you need to be prepared. But for the unknown, you need to be mentally prepared more than uh, physically or prepared with supplies, if that makes sense. We need to step up our preparations. We need to put more stuff away in our stores, whatever that is, more food, more water, more gear, whatever you think it is, you need to put more of it away. Now, this is not by any stretch of the imagination telling you today, get it all today. No, absolutely not. What I'm saying is that we had we have another 
year that went by with nothing catastrophic happening that would still allow us to prepare. So the message in this is prepare until you can't anymore, until that catastrophe happens. You keep putting food away, you keep putting water away, you keep uh, fine-tuning your plan, fine-tuning your backup plan, coming up with a backup plan to that backup plan, making sure, guys, that you're going to have an easier go at being prepared. Because being prepared, guys, is, is, is exactly what it is. It's being prepared for as much as you can. I mean, hell, we have insurance on our cell phones, right? So why don't we strengthen our insurance on our lives and our livelihood and our families by preparing more, putting more away? Being comfortable with the fact that we're going to be uncomfortable in the near future. Don't know when, just know it's in the near future. And hopefully, guys, we go this year without anything catastrophic happening. Now, all of last year, including myself, I thought something catastrophic was going to be happening. But that wasn't the case. Uh, we had a couple of hiccups here and there, but nothing catastrophic. And again, catastrophic in this day and age is a complete collapse of the economy and or a nuclear detonation somewhere on this planet. That's catastrophic because the response behind the nuclear uh, event, guys, is, is not going to be good for anyone. It just isn't, right? The economy collapsing is going to look like a shit show at best. Uh, we will be entering a recession, according to all the experts, uh, but I think we might be entering into a depression later in the year. We just need to be ready again as a whole, guys. There is, um, listen, I know that as preppers, some of us have used our preps at some point in time in our prepping careers, if you will. Um, we definitely had to fall back on some kind of food, use some kind of supplies that we had stored away for years. You know, and, and again, and even in a testing phase, when you turned around and said, shit, I'm out of rice. But then you go to your rice stores and you use that because you don't want to go to the store or snowing or raining outside, right? So at some point, we've used our, our stores. And if and they have come in handy. So with that, guys, um, those are good. But now, the preparing like a war is coming is psychological as well. We have to be able, guys, to deal with whatever's coming. Or at the very least, we have to be able to adjust to what is coming. And what is coming, guys, I mean, listen, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's not seemingly a good thing. Not with everything not making sense and the not making sense starting to connect and then looking down the pipe and going, I don't know, you know. So with that, guys, uh, being mentally prepared is going to carry you a long way. I think being mentally prepared is going to help you deal with the situation if and when it happens. And listen, it doesn't have to be a nuclear uh, attack. But it could be something like you losing your job, your house burning to the ground. Being mentally prepared for these things and the fact that they could happen is what and how we should be uh, preparing ourselves. That is not to say that you, you need to live in a world or a state of, oh my God, this shit's going to happen tomorrow. Don't do that. That's just going to stress you out. But you need to learn how to pivot and you need to learn how to adapt. 
And that's what being mentally prepared does for you. Because you could have all the supplies in the world. You could have everything under the sun. But if, if you are not mentally prepared, none of that matters. Because if you're not mentally prepared, you can easily give up without ever trying. Even though you have everything that you need to get through whatever catastrophe might be happening. Now, the one thing or the other thing we need to step up on besides putting more food away, more water, being mentally prepared, we need to step up our training. We need to step up our medical training, guys, our protection training, survival, handgun, gardening, and cooking. Now, medical and protection are very important because if everything collapses, if society decides to collapse or implode on itself tomorrow, you're not going to be running to the hospital or the doctor's office if something bad happens to you. So you need to be able to sustain yourself medically. And listen, that's within reason. Don't get me wrong. If you have a gunshot wound to the chest, yeah, you could possibly keep the person alive a little longer. But if you can't fix the injury, then it's a moot point. Right. So, again, medically trained depends on how far you're willing to go. Now, most of us are probably willing to go as far as a PA, not a PA, sorry, a medic, paramedic or an EMT. But those of you that are doctors or PAs, you're already way ahead of the game in the medical field. But for the rest of us, we should learn medical interventions at the very least at the skill level of a paramedic or an EMT. Now, an EMT and a medic, guys, here's the two problems with learning those skills. You have to actually get yourself on an ambulance to practice those skills and put those skills into play so that they live with you for a long time. Uh, if you go to an EMT school or paramedic school, but you never jump on a rig, you're not going to actually get anything out of it. Yes, you can also go to first aid classes or a stop the bleed course. You could do all of that as well, but you act you have to implement it at some point in time or at the very least practice on a daily basis. With protection, that's learning how to protect your home from the outside environment, whatever that might be. Going to a gun range, guys, is one of the best ways to fine-tune your protection skills. Just owning a firearm and turning to your wife and going, I got this, is not good enough. You need to learn safety with your firearm, especially in your own home. Going to the gun range is great. Learning how to throw rounds down range is awesome. But you also need to learn how to move around your home with whatever weapon you're going to use to protect your home. Again, that falls into practice. That falls into going to the range. That falls into going to an actual shooting course, not just the gun range. The gun range is great. But you also need to go to a shooting course, a course that's going to teach you how to move tactically, move around the household with the firearm. There is actually something to be said about taking those courses. Don't watch John Wick or some military movie and think you can learn how to move around the house as such. No. Take the course. Take a medical course. That's going to fine-tune your medical and your protection skills. Survival. Survival courses are great because anything can happen. Guys, you could be driving your car and... You get lost. You can go camping and you get lost. If you have survival skills, you'll be fine. You don't have survival skills and you don't have mental toughness, you're not going to survive. It's just that simple. There have been people in the past that have died steps away from help. 
And when I mean steps away from help, I'm talking about like a lady that passed away uh, five years ago, I think now. She was probably 200 feet away from the main trail the entire time she was lost. And she actually didn't move. She set up camp. She wound up dying of uh, dehydration. She didn't have the survival skills and she didn't have the, the wherewithal to keep moving. Now, yes, staying put helps if people know where you are. But no one knew where she was, so it didn't do her any good. You take your ass and you keep moving in that kind of scenario. But if she had survival skills, she would have been better off, right? Not saying that she would have lived 100%, but she would have been in a way better position. Uh, hunting, that's another one. Learn how to hunt, guys. Don't think that the apocalypse is going to happen and all of a sudden you're going to pick up your rifle and you're going to start hunting. Hunting is a skill. It's a practice and it's it's how humans gotten this far. But when you hunt on your own, you're hunting for animals, you got to know the ins and outs of that animal you're hunting. You got to know its behavior, how it moves, when it moves. These are things that why you practice hunting. First of all, practicing how to shoot an animal so that you only have to hit it once. Secondly, skinning that animal once you take it down. Right? These are all the things you should learn when you go hunting. And it's better to take a hunting course or hunting from a buddy that's been doing it for X amount of years. Hunting courses, guys, are, are awesome to take. Now, hunting courses, survival course, and protection course are not an ego thing. You don't need to throw your ego on the table and go, well, I know X, Y, and Z. As soon as you think you know everything about one of those fields, you already lost. Gardening and cooking, guys. Those are two other skills that you you should definitely take up on. Gardening classes, I really don't think you need to take, but you can absolutely watch a bunch of YouTube channels and learn how to garden on your own. Cooking is the same way. I mean, taking a cooking course might inspire you a little more because you're now surrounded by different people cooking, and they'll give you ideas. If you know how to cook, you can absolutely 86 this one. But if you had no idea how to cook... If you can't even boil water, take a cooking course. Uh, practice with your gear also, guys. That's another thing that a lot of people forget. You have a bug out bag sitting in the corner. You have a firearm sitting in your, your closet for months. Practice with your gear. Take your gear out and go and practice with it. Take your bug out bag, go out into the wilderness, and spend an overnight with your gear. Spend an overnight with your gear walking with it. If you're going to carry a firearm, walk with your bug out bag in the firearm. Put the firearm on your hip or your shoulders. Walk with your gear. Learn how you're going to walk with that gear. Now, if you were in the military, you know exactly how to do that. But if you weren't in the military, you should practice how to do that. You should also practice to walk with the weight on your back. That is the most important thing. You're not, guys, all of a sudden going to enter into an apocalyptic scenario, throw a bug out bag on your, pat on your back, which is 30, 40 pounds, and then walk. You're just not going to be able to do it. You'll probably get a mile or two maybe three, and then it'll hit you like a ton of bricks. So practice with your gear. Now, here's a bigger one, guys. Any and all training that's going to put you in an uncomfortable situation is the training courses you should be taking. These courses, guys, they, they test you. They test you in every sense of the word. I have taken so many of these courses, guys. I've even taken a Dave Canterbury course where I was dehydrated and starving. Because I hadn't eaten in three days. I drank very little water during that course. And that was on me, not on him. And uh, I learned a lot about my body and how far I was willing to go. Uh, 
those courses, guys, are great for learning about who you are. I, I personally believe so. Any course that's going to test you and make you uncomfortable is worth it. Hell, you can make yourself uncomfortable. You could put yourself in a shitty position, if you will, and make yourself uncomfortable by going winter camping. Winter camping is very uncomfortable. And you will learn a lot very fast when you go winter camping. It's hard to do it to yourself, guys. It's hard to put yourself in that position. But I have, on my own, put myself in these positions numerous times just to see how far I can go and how well I could deal with the environments at that level. And so I'm still here today. I survived. Uh, but, yeah, I would say do it under the, the, the guidance of a person and take a survival course that's going to stress you out. That's going to make you uncomfortable. It's going to make you learn about yourself. If you find out that you are weak and enabled, guys, it's better to know now than during the apocalypse. What you need to do after that is make yourself stronger mentally and physically. Anyway, guys, this is The Angry Prepper. Thank you for listening.